0: or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Oh, hurry up. we got to talk fast. we got 15 minutes for <laughs> Okay. So not worry. <laughs> right. I thought we got a lot into our 15-minute conversation last yes, week. Yes, it was great. It was good. Um The one thing I'm going to start with and kind of ask him to finish with, (laughs) you got a whole red face after that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you would just take a moment, we would really appreciate it. If you are on podcast, leave us a review. The more of those reviews and the stars they leave, the more it kind of gets in other people's feeds as suggested things. So we would love for you to take just a moment and do that. If you're watching on video share this video with someone or write a review of it in that space but that way again we're trying to really get this information out there uh hopefully these videos will be of use now that we're coming back and we're doing something a little bit different they'll help
1: you fit the smaller parts of books into the
0: hole there we go so this week as promised Let's get down to talking about Revelation, Dan. (laughs) The book of
1: Revelation, what's it about? our That's our thing today. Well, um, in the book of Revelation, if you turn to chapter 1. Okay. He talks about, um, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ that was sent to his servants to tell them the things that are going to shortly come to pass. Mm. And uh, down in Revelation 1, verse 3, he says the time is near. Uh, Down in verse 9, there's three key words here that we're going to look at. He said, I, John, your brother and fellow sharer in the tribulation in the kingdom and the patience that are in Christ Jesus was in the island that is called Patmos for the Mm -hmm. word of God and the testimony of Jesus. The early church fathers, Irenaeus, Clement of Alexandria, Eusebius of Caesarea, they all say that it was during the latter decades of the first century in the reign of Domitian, the emperor, that John was exiled to the prison island of Patmos. Mm -hmm. And there he wrote this to the seven churches that were being persecuted in asia so one of the key words in the book of revelation is the tribulation Mm. Uh, this word means affliction or suffering there was a great suffering yeah uh, there's a great connection between book of Revelation and the book of Daniel mm-hmm. Daniel twelve one. if you want to look that one up uh, it talks about the great tribulation that would be coming in the latter days
0: read 12 okay. like 1 and 2 there so okay it says at that time shall arise Michael the great prince who is charge of your people And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never has been seen since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, and everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. All right,
1: that's good. There will be a time of trouble. Mm -hmm. This is what many people today refer to as the Great Tribulation. Yeah. And some people think of that as something that's going to happen right before the end of time, right before Jesus Uh comes back.
0: There's a whole (coughs) series that talks about this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but actually, in the book of Revelation, the Great Tribulation was happening
0: at this time. Okay. So real quick, just because the question that I know that people are going to hear out of this, does that mean Revelation is only talking about something historical past?
1: Not only, but primarily. <clears throat> okay. And it, it talks about John was a sharer in that tribulation. Okay. And then if you go over to chapter 7... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, even before that, let's look at chapter 2, verse 10.
0: Read chapter 2, verse 10 for us. Two ten says, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. All right, you will have tribulation, and he gives it a kind of a short time
1: period there. Okay. Uh, go over to chapter 7. And that was a message directly to that church in Smyrna. Yeah, but okay. of course John was on Patmos because of the tribulation and the church at Smyrna was going to have tribulation. And okay. then if you go to uh, chapter 7, mm-hmm. he sees all these people up in heaven dressed in the white robes and these are dead people that are up in heaven. Okay, And in verse 13 and
0: 14, if you'll read there. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. He said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white with the blood of the Lamb. All right, and the way they're coming out of the great tribulation
1: is they're getting killed, mm. and they're getting out of the great tribulation. So this is part <laughs> of that vision that John is seeing, pointing yes. out at hand. Yes. Okay. And so... Um, another thing that's uh, prominent in uh, the book of Revelation is the idea of, that goes along with the tribulation, is the idea of martyrs. Mm, yeah. In chapter 1, verse 5, Jesus is called the faithful witness. The word for witness is M-A-R-T-Y-S. Mm. Martyrs. Okay. And uh, Jesus was killed yeah. for his faith. If you'll go over to chapter 2. hmm
0: And if you'll go down to verse 13 and read that for me. All right. It says, I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. Yet you hold fast my name, and you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you where Satan dwells. See, he's my
1: faithful Martis, Mm. who was killed among you. Then if you go to chapter 11, Mm -hmm. There is the vision of the two witnesses, or martyrs. Mm -hmm. And in chapter 11, it says, let's see here. Go to verse uh,
0: 7 and 8. Okay. Uh, When they have finished their testimony, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them and their dead bodies will lie in the streets of the great city that symbolically is called Sodom and Egypt, where the Lord was crucified. All
1: right, now think about this. The witnesses or martyrs, Mm -hmm. they're going to be killed by the beast, and we'll talk about him in a minute. Okay. And their bodies are going to lie in the street of the great city. Mm. Revelation 17, the last verse says, the great city is that which rules over all the kings of the earth. Well, in the time of Domitian, that was Rome. I was going to say, we're talking Rome. And, And... Rome is killing the witnesses, the martyrs, yeah. and they're lying dead in the street of the great city, mm. see, and this is consistent with what we read because Jesus is the archetypal example of the faithful martyr. Yeah, Antipas was in one of those churches. He was a faithful martyr. Mm. There's this vision of the two martyrs, the two prophets of God that lie yeah. in the street of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom, because mm-hmm. it was so wicked. It was yeah. called Egypt, because that's where God's people were tortured. And yeah. it's where Jesus was crucified, because that's the city that killed Jesus. Mm. See, mm. So spiritually, Rome
0: is like those cities, because it's killing God's okay. people. So again, we're still talking about a lot of this book is focused on the history at hand to who John is writing to. Yes, it's focused okay. on history, but it's about...
1: You know, if you go back to chapters one, chapter one, verse nine, I'm your fellow share in the tribulation and in the kingdom and in the patience. Mm. Now see that word patience is hupomone, which means endurance. Yeah. And chapter two, verse ten says, Be faithful unto death, and I'll give you that's endure.
0: Yeah. Even uh, the ESV even puts those two words together. It says, Your patient endurance. Your so, patient it gives yeah. you that that
1: idea. Yeah. So um you know, the, the thing that was happening, let's, let's quickly, how much time do I have? Let's see. We're doing pretty well right now.
0: We're only at about seven minutes so far. All right, good. We're doing good. So another thing that, that
1: you should understand about the book of Revelation, it's closely related to the book of Daniel. So mm-hmm. if you turn to Daniel 7, and this is the, the most important uh, touch point uh, between the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation, And remember that Daniel was a a captive in Babylon. Right. And Babylon was uh, persecuting God's people. Yeah. And uh, Daniel sees this vision of these great beasts that come up out of the sea. Yeah. And in Revelation 13, verse 1, it says, I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. Well, that idea comes from Daniel 7. Hmm. Um, You see it, uh, verse 3 four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. Right. And he lists these four beasts. One was like a lion, one was like, verse 5, one was like the bear. Uh, a bear, and one was like a leopard, and one was like uh, something else, you know, the yeah. fourth one. And in chapter 7, verse 17, it says that these four beasts are four kingdoms mm. that would rise out of the earth. Now, you remember we were talking the other day about the dream of Nebuchadnezzar and the four parts of the idols, which yeah. were the four kingdoms, Babylonia, Medo-Persia, Greece mm-hmm. and Rome and same thing here okay the attention is on the fourth kingdom and it says in Daniel seven thirteen and 14 that in the time of this
0: fourth kingdom mm-hmm. read 13 and 14 It says I saw in the night visions and behold with clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man and he came to the ancient of days and was present presented before him And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages would serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. So see, in in Daniel, that fourth kingdom
1: was when the Son of Man, Jesus, was going to be given this kingdom Mm. that would never be destroyed. And John said, I'm your brother in the kingdom and in the tribulation. Hmm. But in the time of this fourth beast, it says in Daniel chapter 7,
0: verse 25. It says he shall speak words against the Most High and wear out the saints of the Most High and shall think to change the times and the laws and they shall be given into his hand for a time, times and half a time. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? So in the fourth kingdom, yeah. these people of
1: God are going to be persecuted. Mm-hmm. That's what's called the great tribulation in Daniel chapter 12. Okay. See? Yeah. Now, let's look at this Daniel seven twenty five real quickly. Okay. Because if you go over with me to Daniel, or excuse me, to Revelation 11. <laughs> All right. Now, a time is one. Yep. Yeah. Times is two. Got it. And a half a time. That's three and a half. Okay. Keep that in mind. All right, so go to Daniel, or excuse me,
0: Revelation 11 and verse 1 and 2. Read there with me. Then I was given a measuring rod, like a <coughs> staff, and I was told, "Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship there, but do not measure the court outside the temple. Leave that out, for it is given over to the nations and they will trample the holy city for 42 months." Wait a minute, the nations? Mhm. Are going to trample the holy city
1: God's people for 42 months divided by 12 is oh we're getting into numbers here 42 <laughs> divided by 12 freedom's 12 is 36 six. plus six, 6 is I don't know. 42 42 that's three and a half years okay
0: all right now go down <laughs> to verse 3 now to verse 3 and I will grant authority to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed Get, in sackcloth.
1: Guess what happens if you divide 1,260 by 30 days? What's it do? It gets you 42 months, which is the same as three and a half years, which is time times and half a time. Now, there
0: are people out there right now that are going, oh no, we're in numerology. Yeah, but stick with me for just a Okay. <laughs>
1: Go over to chapter twelve. Okay. This is a chapter vision 12. about the beautiful woman, God's people. Mm-hmm. She's gonna have this baby and this dragon, which is Satan, is gonna eat up the baby. This is a crazy story. I, by I know. Way. <laughs> but before the baby can be uh eaten up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the baby is
0: caught up to heaven. Mm-hmm. Read me verse six. Okay, verse six, and the woman fled into the wilderness where she is placed has a place prepared by God, in which she will be nourished for 1260 days which equals 42 months
1: which equals three and a half years which is the same period of time we saw in chapter 11 okay now drop down to verse 13 and and read uh, 13 and 14 what happens let me fill in the blanks okay the child is pardon me the child is caught up to heaven Mm -hmm. there's war in heaven Mm -hmm. satan is cast down and the people of god overcome satan and so he's cast down
0: to the earth Pick it up at verse 13. When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly from the serpent into the wilderness to the place where she is to be nourished for... A time and times and half a time. Where'd we get a time, times,
1: and half a time? That's Daniel 7. Just like Daniel. Verse 25. Uh-huh. So a time, times, and half a time is the same as 42 months, is the same as 1260 days. And where do we get that time period from in the Old Testament? That's back in Daniel. Daniel 7. That's okay. the time when that fourth kingdom will be persecuting God's people. Hmm. Okay. Which so is
0: also called the great tribulation. tribulation. So does that mean that once the three and a half is done then the tribulation is done? Well, three and a half is half of seven. So that just means
1: in numerology that it's not all the whole time, all the time, forever. It's a... It's
0: part of time. Part of time. Yeah. Okay.
1: And the saints have to be patient. Now, I'm not done with you yet. How much time have I
0: got? Okay. We've technically got two and a half minutes.
1: All right. Quickly, look at chapter 13, verse 5. It talks about the beast, the fourth kingdom that comes up out of the sea. Okay.
0: And what about that beast? Verse 5. It says, The beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise its authority for... 42
1: months. So the beast is going to be stomping on God's people for 42 months. Okay. The holy city is going to be trampled for 42 months, 1260 Mm. days. Uh Uh-huh. The dragon is going to be persecuting the woman for a time, time, and half a time, or 42 months. Yeah. See? So what I'm showing you is that the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation are in sync here. Mm. That the time of the great persecution is... Uh, The time of Daniel is being played out in the book of Revelation.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's a lot of what it's about. So people (laughs) in the original audience would have been picking up what John was putting down. Because of their familiarity with the scriptures.
1: Right. Now, quickly, in our last two minutes or so. Okay. Here we go. we got 30 seconds. uh, We'll see what we can do. All right. There's the good guys and the bad guys in Revelation in all these different visions. The good guys are the one who sits on the throne, God who's the real king. Got it. The lamb of God, the one on the white horse, the four living creatures, the 24 elders, the beautiful woman, and the faithful witnesses. Those are the good guys. Okay. You see them in different scenes, but they're always the same. Okay. The bad guys Mm -hmm. are the dragon, the beast, the false prophet, Mm -hmm. the kings of the earth, those that dwell on the earth, the great harlot, the great city, and Babylon the great. Those are the bad guys.
0: Okay. In whatever
1: scene you find
0: them. Yeah. They, they pretty much have the same characteristics. They're right. just being played out in different ways. And then finally, the last couple of chapters
1: of the book of Revelation get mm-hmm. to the end where that we pass the time of the persecution and it looks into the far future. Um. And the idea is that everybody who puts their bets on the rider of the white horse, on mm. the on the lamb, on the one who yeah. sits upon the throne, they end up winning the victory and getting to go to the new Jerusalem and the new heavens and the new earth. Everybody else gets destroyed in the lake of fire. And here's yeah. the patience of the saints, Revelation 14, okay. verse 13. Yeah. So, what's it about? It's about enduring and being faithful through the great tribulation, knowing that in the end we have victory in Christ. Okay. So, more than
0: 15, I could show you a whole lot more. Oh, I I have no doubt. People study this (laughs) one for a long time. So, kind of to wrap it up, and I would imagine of anything we do, this book probably would generate the most questions or whatever. Have at it. But as far as, again, going back to, we see so much historical. Anchorage, you know, it's like it's firmly rooted in Daniel and the time period they were in. Is there application to us sure. aside from just the patience? Absolutely. Be be faithful through all your struggles, through all your
1: sufferings, through whatever persecution. Because in Christ, we're going to win the victory no matter what. That's mm. the application.
0: Are we seeing a direct line where we can go, oh, this, this thing that's happening in the world around us, that's definitely marking that Jesus is coming tomorrow. No, sort of thing. absolutely not. Okay, so it's not meant for us to parse apart, to go these times mean these things. Nope. Okay. So there's a deep theology of patience. And faithfulness. But not necessarily, like just because we started talking numbers. That's not us saying, count down the days, the day is approaching. Not in any way,
1: shape, or form.
0: Okay. Maybe that'll answer at least the big questions they have out there. And
1: give us your questions, and we'll deal with those as we have them. How does this part fit into what you said? How does that part fit in?
0: Because I'll, between me and Dan, we'll answer a lot of things online as you send those questions, but then we will try to, like we said last week, pull them together and share all of those questions and responses with everyone in a couple of weeks or so. So anyway, thanks again for watching. Thanks, Dan, for being willing to really push through all of this. And we don't
1: have any time. We don't have time to go to listen. Bye.
0: (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.